Welcome everyone to the Ovei Torah Daf Yom Today's year is Daf Chav Zayin. We'll begin on Chav Vet, Chav Vav Amur Bet. At the words Ha'ube Knesset Yehudai B'Moy, towards the bottom of the page. Okay, towards the bottom of the page, about ten lines in the bottom. About a little, maybe a little more. How about Krista? Uh, last one line is Krista. Um, today's daf is available. Anyone who would like the zechut, please call uh, Ralph Sen, and I'll be, be able to hook you up with a tremendous zechut of sponsoring the daf Yomi. Um, okay, let's begin. How about Krista? There was a there was a shul, the Yudai of the Roman Jews, to have a patiach lahu edrona. It was opening up to a room that had a dead body in it. There was a dead body in a room adjacent to the room. So if we're talking, we said last night, we're talking to, to with Mike. Imagine we have this room, and the hallway, the all in, there's a dead body. Welcome, Joey. So uh, you, a Kohen would not be allowed to be, in, assuming that there's no doors on the on the... Uh, on the hinges. Welcome, Joe. Take one of these. Assuming there's no doors on the hinges, so a Kohen would not be allowed to be in this room because the Tumah would come into the room. So what happened? The Kohanim wanted to come into the shul to pray there. They told Rava, and he told them, take away the Aron with the there was an Aron without, without a Sefer Torah on it. The OTV and put it there. Have a little That's a Kliets which is made to stay in the same spot. The rule is if you have a Kliets, which is a, let's say, uh, I don't know, something that's made to move. If it's made to move, it doesn't chotzets. Let's say chairs. You put chairs there. They won't. If you put chairs covering up the entranceway, it won't block, it doesn't count halachically the block entranceway. But if it's made to stay there, I don't know about those things, but if it's made to stay there, a kliets that's made to stay there has the halacha that it does block it up. We're on the bottom of Chafav and Bet. 26B3. So Rabbi told him to put it there. The rabbis told Rabbi, Sometimes we carry it with the Sefer Torah inside. It's something that you move when it's empty and full. And then it's not considered something that's made to stay. And if it's not considered made to stay, then it doesn't stop. So Rabbi says, Yehachi Lovshah, you're right, if so, you can't move it. It won't work. Amar Mozutra, towards the bottom of the page. Mitpahat Sifanim, if you have a, um, if you have something to cover a Sefer, right, you have a, a cover of a Sefer, Shebalu, and it got ruined. Osin Oto, Tachichin Lemet Mitzvah, Vizugin Zedav. We said yesterday, that you, what you do with it, you take it, and you use it as a cover, 
as a a clothes for a dead dead body, and you bury it. This way, you're doing Geniza. You're not allowed to use it for other things, but you can put it in Geniza. If you have a Sefer that got ruined, you put it with Tamir Chacham. You bury it in the cave with, next to a dead uh, Tamir Chacham. Even if the guy just knows Halachot, it's good enough. It doesn't have to be a real Tamir Chacham. You have to put it in a special utensil. Okay, good. That was really yesterday. If you want to change, let's say you had a beta knesset, and you want to switch it to a bet midrash. Can you switch it? Holiness wise. Says Papi says, Share. But the other way around, you want to switch from a bet midrash to a bet knesset, I see that's a sur. So it sounds over here that the Bet Midrash, where you learn Torah, is higher than a shul where you pray. Says the Gemara, Rapapi Mishmed Rava, Matnibuka. That's the same rabbi. Okay, it's saying the opposite. That it's only allowed to go up to a Bet Knesset, not the other way around. It's logical that we go like Rapapi. And one's Rapapi, one's Rapapa. So Rapapi is the one who says that, you, that you're the highest one is Bit Midrash. So it says, It's logical that we go like Rapapi, with on top of Chavzaim. Because he says that. Because Shulam Levi says that you're allowed to make a shul into Bet Midrash. Okay, so we see from there that the Papi is right. Tarish Barakavara says, My dichtiv vayisrof et bet Hashem et bet HaMelech. This is a pasuk in Melachim. It's referring to the destruction of Yerushalayim. It says, they destroyed the Bet Hashem. Are you allowed to do it or not allowed to do it? No. So right now we're, we're saying that you're allowed to do it from a bit Knesset to bit Midrash, okay? That way, not the other way, okay? Again, it's only one way; you can't go both ways. Midrash higher right now, and we have a pasuk that says the following: They destroyed the bet Shem. So we're going to go through each thing. What are they destroying Yerushalayim? Bet Hashem zebet Midrash. That's the the palace of the king they destroyed. All the houses of Yerushalayim, the simple meaning, the, the houses that people live in. When it says all the big houses, what's the big houses? Either the big ones is the houses that they're raising Torah in it. It's a bit midrash. Or the house that they raise Tifilain. So you see, it's a, a shul. Manda Torah. What is this Torah? Why? Techtiv Adonai Hafetz the man said, Go, Yagdil Torah Viadir. So Gadol Torah, you see that Yagdil Torah Viadir. You see that the, the, the greatest possible thing is Torah. Manda Amar Tifilain. What is Tifilain? Techtiv 
ספרנרי את כל גדולות אשר עשה אלישע. אלישע דוד בנחמי דוד. So, יהורם את איך תסי all the great things that Elisha did. So it's called Gadol. You see that by Gadol, it's called Gadol. And Elisha, of course, accomplishes miracles through Tefillah. And therefore, we want to claim that Gidullah is Tefillah. Bet Tefillah. Okay? Mar says, Tistayem de Bishur ben Levi, who da Amar, the Mukom Gidullah, the Amar Bishur ben Levi, but the Mutalah, the Mutalah, the Mutalah, the Mutalah, the that just like we ended off the previous Gemara by saying that we saw for, that Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi says that you're allowed to sell a shul to make a Bet Midrash. So we can assume that Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, who's one of the rabbis, we, in the previous Machloket, we had a Machloket whether the, the thing that was destroyed was a Bet Midrash or Bet, or bet Knesset, right? One of the rabbis, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, since Rabbi Shimon Levi is the one who says you're allowed to sell a shul to make a Bet Midrash, so we can assume that he's the rabbi who's the one who said that the Bet Gadol was a Bet Midrash that was destroyed. Got it? This day Okay. Now we're, we're at the two dots. Okay? If you sold a Sefer Torah, you can't buy Sefanim, which means if you, they used to have Sefanim which were on cloth, and they would write Nevi'im or whatever on on them. If you sold the Sefer Torah, you can't use the money to buy that because you're downgrading. Okay? Says the Gemara, Can you sell an old Sefer Torah to buy a new Sefer Torah? In the Mishnah, we said you can't sell the Sefer Torah by Chumash. Maybe that implies that to sell the Sefer Torah to buy a new Sefer Torah is okay. But later we also said that you're allowed to sell it only to buy higher. We didn't mention the same. The, the, selling for the same we didn't say, so we're trying to bring proofs both ways. Says the Gemara. Yibayilu asked the question, Maybe since you're not upgrading, it's Asur. Since by a Sefer Torah, there's no way to go higher, then it's okay. Because the highest is a Sefer Torah. Two sides. Tashma bring a proof. It says in the Mishnah, If you sold Sefer Torah, you can't buy Sefarim. Sefarim Torah It says if you sold a Sefer Torah, you can't buy a Sefer. Oh, but it sounds like for a Sefer Torah, for a Sefer, it's Okay. It says, it says, if you sold the Sefer Torah, don't buy Sefarim. Sefarim means Chumashim, whatever, other books. Yeah. Okay, so it says, don't buy Sefarim, but to buy another Sefer Torah. It's fine. Fine, it sounds like, right? It says, no, not the The mission is talking about if you sold it already, which means our mission wants to know if I already sold the Sefer Torah. Then you're allowed to buy another, you're right. The mission is saying you're allowed to buy another Sefer Torah. That's only if you sold it already. But if you didn't sell it yet, and you're asking, can I sell it? Who, that's what we're trying to clarify, and then you can't bring a proof from Mamashna. Okay? Not, not, we're, saying, we're not saying you can't do it. We just don't know the answer. Okay? Next question. Touch my another proof. It says, If you want to roll a Sefer Torah, you want to take the 
You know, they have a scarf on the Sefer Torah. You want to take the scarf of a, of a chumash to roll the Sefer Torah. The only days the chumashim weren't printed, they were rolled also. So you had a scarf for a chumash and a scarf for a Sefer Torah. You, can't, you can use the scarf of a chumash to roll the Sefer Torah because you're upgrading. Chumashim with Baruch Nevi'im Kedvim. You can do a chumash with Nevi'im Kedvim. Avalon Nevi'im Kedvim with Baruch Nevi'im but you can't move, roll, you can't take a chumash to roll Nevi'im Kedvim. And lo chumashim with Baruch Nevi'im Kedvim. And you can't roll a chumash with, with, a, with a scarf from the Sefer Torah. Katani Mia, we said, however, Golim Sefer Torah with Baruch Nevi'im Kedvim. Baruch Nevi'im Kedvim. It seems like you can't do a Sefer Torah. What about the Sefer? It says, It says in the Sefer, don't do a Chumash with a Sefer Torah. It sounds like a Torah, Torah is okay. Rather, you can't bring a proof from this, because it goes both ways. You can't bring a proof. Okay. Tashma. We're trying to bring another proof. Again, what are we trying to prove here, Ralph? That uh, you, can't go, you can't go down the line. Whether you can go e- Equal. When you could sell a Sefer Torah to buy another Sefer Torah. Right. Old for new. Tashma, it says, Manichin Sefer Torah al Gabe Torah. Torah al Gabe Chumashim, Chumashim al Gabe Nevi'im Kedvim. Avalor Nevi'im Kedvim al Gabe Chumashim, Chumashim al Gabe Sefer Torah. If you have a Sefer Torah, you can put it on top of Chumash. If you have a Chumash, you, could, you can't put it on top of Sefer Torah. So you see that you could put a Sefer Torah on top of Sefer Torah. So you see that if you can put a Sefer Torah on Sefer Torah, you probably could sell a Sefer Torah to buy a Sefer Torah. Like the proof? So you're going to know, come on, you're talking about leaving something on top of something else? You can't bring a proof about selling from leaving on top of. Why? Hanacha shot shani halacha. Hanacha is different because leaving something on top of something is impossible. Not to leave something on top of something else. Why not? Ti'i lo temachi. Because if you don't say that that you're allowed to leave something on top of something else, how could you roll it up? Why? And then you have one page to the honest friend. Right? If you're saying you can't leave something on top of something else, rolling it up is also leaving it on top of it. Right? So therefore, since it's impossible, Shut it. In other words, the same way you're allowed to roll it up, you should be allowed to pile them up. And because it's impossible, and therefore you can't bring a proof about piling Sefer Torah on top of Sefer Yes, you're allowed to pile Sefer Torah on Sefer Torah, but it's not a proof about selling. Okay? Tashma, I'll bring you another proof. 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 Okay? Can't sell an old one to buy a new one. Uh, straight up. Or I said, don't, don't bring a proof from there. Over there, we're talking about, because the reason why we're not letting, letting you sell the old one, we're afraid to sell the old one, you won't buy the new one. But if you have the new one ready, maybe you're allowed to do it. That's our question now. Right? It's already bought and ready to, ready to buy. And our question is, my what's the law? We still don't have a proof yet. Tashma, another proof. You can only sell a sefer Torah for two things. 
and to get married. It sounds like a Torah for a Torah is okay, because we're telling you how to do the Torah, right? If you could sell it to a Torah to go learn Torah. So you should be able to sell a Torah to buy a Torah. Yes, two things. To go learn Torah and to get married. So it sounds like... To sell one to get married. Yeah. It sounds like a sofet can't even write a Torah to sell. You heard Ralph's question? Ralph, why didn't you say it loud enough so you can hear him? I said, it sounds like a sofet can't even write a sofet Torah to sell to somebody. Why? Making business out of it. Uh, well, until until, uh, well, until until we get till we let's get to the bottom of my question. Okay, fine. Okay. Well, what, what is marriage? What does the marriage and the thing have to do with selling it to somebody? We're talking about selling. Wait, there's two different things. Well, let, let's say you had a sefer in your house. You don't have money, but you have a sefer right. Now to sell sefer just to go buy stuff, you can't do. Right. So too holy. But to do the mitzvah of getting married, let's say you need a certain amount of flus to get married. And you, that's what it is. It costs money to get married or whatever it is. Buy a ring, buy this, buy that. You got to to buy it. Or to go learn Torah. But we want to say, oh, so if you have to sell Torah, if I need to go to Yeshiva for, for a month and it costs tuition, uh, to, to whatever it is, $50,000, and to flight and this, I'm going to Yeshiva, you're allowed to sell to go. Okay. So if I'm allowed to sell to go to learn Yeshiva, I should be allowed to sell to buy another Sefer Torah. Is it not necessarily? Dilma, Limud Torah is better because Limud brings you to, to, to acting, to doing things. And especially if says Hashem didn't create the world to be empty and therefore we have to populate the world as a mitzvah. And that, that's that's the difference, right? Maybe still maybe you still not allowed to sell us Torah for another Sefer Torah. Okay? Person can't sell Sefer Torah even if you don't need it. Meaning you have another one. Even if you don't have food, or and because he has no food, he sold his Sefer Torah, or he sold his daughter as a slave. You won't see Berachah forever. So we're telling you now that it's Asur. Okay. You have two mitzvot. You have the mitzvah of getting married, and then you have a mitzvah of getting a new sefer Torah. So there should be mitzvah mitzvah. No, no, you're not doing both. Are you saying that since they're both mitzvot, they're okay? Yeah. Yeah, but we're telling you now. Why would they bring it up? You get married because married is a mitzvah. That's what is what makes the world. Okay. Right. That's what, that's what the world is created for. Whereas having another Sefer Torah, not necessarily. I mean, learning Torah maybe, but not Sefer Torah. Okay, Amar Abba. Lo shano el Okay, the Mishnah says also with the leftover money. Which means, let's say I sold a, um, a chumash. And you let to buy a Sefer Torah with the money. I sold 10 chumashim, and I bought a Sefer Torah with the money. So I got $15,000 with the ring, and I bought a Sefer Torah for, for thirteen five. Now I have 1500 left. 
even the Mishnah said that even the leftover money, the fifteen hundred, cannot be used for anything that's not high as high as the Torah. Because it's just, it's as good. Amara, that's the Mishnah. Amara Barava says, Lo shana el That's only if I sold it and it was left over. Avam gabu. But if you collected money, yotiru mutar. That's different. In other words, if you sold Torah and you have leftovers, it's just as holy because it's from Torah money. But if you collected Torah money and you have leftovers, you could use it for the shul budget. Let's say, right, Ralph? Let's say so. You have people sometimes collecting money for Torah. you could use it for the shul budget because it's extra going to Rava. has a question on Torah. When were these words said? Kishilot knew that if you didn't make it a condition. Right? Aval hit knew, but if you made a condition, I feel this way you could even use it for a, a rider of a horse, because I made a condition. Mutar. Hechidan, what's the case? If the case was they sold Otiru, what does it help? Ela, Shekavuve Otiru. Taima, the hitnu, Avlo hitnu lo. As you see from here, it must be talking about a case where you collected money and it's left over, and we still said it's only okay if you made a condition beforehand. It sounds like if you didn't make a condition beforehand, it's Asur. Right? What's that? I don't know. Did we make a condition beforehand? <laughs> we had a Sefer Torah. He's talking, he's talking, we had a Sefer Torah campaign last year, and there was leftover money, and we used it for the budget. Says Yimara, Le'olam, really, Shemachru. Really, the case was that he sold the business. Hachi when it was left over. We said before that when you have the seven guys in charge of the city and they make a condition or they decide to do something, then even the Sefer Torah can be sold to use for anything you want. Okay? So over here, we're talking about the seventh of a year, and therefore, we don't have to be talking about a, left, a, a leftover case. Leftover case is always mutar, even without Tanai. And this case was the Tanai of the seventh of a year, which is different. Okay. Amalai Rav Abaye. There was a guy who was in charge of the prices in front of Rav Sheshit. Did you ever ask Rav Sheshit what this Duch Sevira you could even, we said you could even use it for Duch Sisya. What is that? This is a, a a a rider of a of a horse. They were, they, they, some town sit, ta, ta, the town would hire a horse driver to take their stuff around. So even that you're allowed to buy with it if the seven over here said so. With the, with the leftover. No, with yeah, with leftover money, if the seven over here. So we still didn't come to the conclusion, right? We still. Uh... No. So, if there's a rabbi who doesn't know what a word means, you should ask the guy who the rabbis are in front of, like the guy who's in charge of the Brightot, because he must have heard it, because he's always quoting Brightot. He must know it. If you have people in one city, the way it worked was in those days, if you lived in a city, they would assess you to give a certain amount to Siddiqah to take care of the people of the city. Okay? Now, no name, they're allowed to give. Okay? 
שהם באו עמו ואימא אותו עמהם, פרצים את עניי אילנו. Right? So you have, to, you have to give the money to eat with them. וכשהם when they go back to the place, מביאים אותה עמהם, they can go back to the gabai of the town. So listen, you asked me for $10,000. I was only here for a week. Okay, give me the, whatever is left over that you didn't spend, and I'm going to bring it back to the anim in my city. Okay? Tanya Amechav, you have right like this also. B'nei ha'ir sh'alchul l'ilachel, pasko l'hem tzedaka, sh'ibayim mevi'im ota imahem. Yachid sh'alach l'ilachel, pasko l'hem tzedaka. If you have an individual who goes to the city, t'yotel l'ani ota ir. Even when he goes back, he doesn't take the money, he has to leave it there. Because if it's a, if it's a bunch of people in the city, then they can take it back with them. But if it's only an individual, we're afraid that if he takes the money back, they'll, afraid that they'll think he's using it on his own. And therefore, they don't give it back to him. Ravuna Gaza Tanita. Ravuna made a Tanit on the Sibur, because there's no rain. All the people of the city came. Ramallah Tzedakah, they, they, they told him that you have to pay Tzedakah. And they gave it to him. When they went to the left, they told them, give us back the money. We'll give the, give the money to the Anim in our city. Ravuna told him, that we said that's only true. That, that there's no Tamil Chicham involved. You don't take the money. Give it to the Chavir and he'll give it to whoever he wants. Certainly in our case, in our case, even in your city, come to me from Flus. And therefore, I for sure should keep the money. Because we only said you give back to you if there's no rabbi in the city. But there's a rabbi in the city, give it out. the rabbi gives it out much better than regular people. You should leave it to them. And definitely in our case, where your Anim come to me anyway, so definitely leave it with me. I'm not giving it back to you. You can't sell a, a public bet knesset to buy a private bet knesset. Because you're lowering the kedushah. If so, you can't sell from a big city to a small city. Because there's less people in it. Says the Gemara back. It sounds like the Rabbanan knocked that Rameir out of the park because they told him on the top of Chav Zayin Abed in the Mishnah. 2783? 20, 27B1. Keep going, B, by the way. There you go. Mishnah. Okay. So he said, no, in the Gemara now. Shapir, come the Rabbanan told Ramir off very well. well. They have a good answer. Or Ramir, what did Ramir say back? When you go from a big city to a small city, it was already Kadosh. And now it's also Kadosh. But when you go from a from a Yahid, a private from a public to a private, there's not there's not so much kedushah. Why? Because, because since you have a, a private one is a is a shul that doesn't have a minyan. 
So if you're selling from a big city to a small city, either way, saying Kaddish in it. It's fine. But here you're going from an actual shul that has a, a minyan, and you're saying Kaddish to a shul that has no, that just people come to pray, but there's no, there's no, no Kaddish. That doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Bro, we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't come to conclusion with the Sefer Torah. Were you allowed to sell it to get a new one? No, it can be good. Okay. Says the Gemara. Okay. Rabbanan, what do Rabbanan say back? If you're worried, if you're worried about this, that you're lowering it, you should also worry that you're going to They hold that since when you have more people in a shul, it's more glory for Hashem. And therefore, they said the same way you're worried when you go down from, from a minyan to less than a minyan, you should be worried when you go down from 100 people to 50 people. Because it's less kedusha with less people. Okay, new mishnah. En morim b'kneset el al tanai shim yitu yachziru. If you sell a shul, you have to do it with a condition that if they want, they can go back. So you have to always sell it with condition, according to your mayor. You can sell it for good. Except for four things. You can't sell it for the following four things, which is Aib. Eb. Okay? What are the, just want to make sure you know what I'm talking about. What are these things? You can't sell it for a bathhouse. You can't make it for a tannery where they tan hides. For a place, for a mikveh, you can't sell it. And you can't make it for a bathroom, that people go to the bathroom. You could sell it only as a courtyard. I sold it as a courtyard. Now, once the guy bought it, he can do what he wants with it. Says the Willard Mayor. We're asking a question. According to a mayor who says that you always have to sell the Sefer Torah and have a condition that you could go, they could take it back, it comes out when the guy buys it and he lives in it, it's interest. Mm-hmm. Why is it interest? Because it's a loan. If I give you, if I give you my, if I sell you my, if, let's say I bought the, I buy the shul, right? I buy the shul for $100,000. And Ramirez says, hey, you have to have a condition. So they make a condition. If we want, we can take it back. Let's say three years later, they take it back. And they give me back my money. Now, I lent them, I lent them $100,000. I got my money back. And I got to live in the house as rib, as interest on the loan. Has it okay? According to Ramadan, you could do it, no problem. According to the mayor, every time you sell shoes, it's automatic interest. 
says the Gemara. Amar Biochanu Meir Bishita to Bihuda. Meir holds like Bihuda. Amar Tzadechad Bebit Mutar. He holds like Bihuda, whose opinion says that if the, the interest only comes if something happens, it's not it's not interest. That's Bihuda's opinion, and therefore since they have to renege reneg on the thing in order for it to happen, it's fine. The tiny one that. If a guy lends a hundred dollars to his friends, and he the guy makes his um field as collateral for it. Okay? Means if I don't pay you to this time, you take my field. Right? If the seller is using the fruits the whole time, mutar, it's mutar. But if the if the buyer is using the fruits that's true, because that's interest. The fruits are interest. Did you get this or no? No, I don't. New case. I lent money to you. Yeah. Okay. You you give me your field as collateral. Okay. If uh if you're eating the fruits the whole time, that's fine because you're not giving interest. But if I'm eating the fruits until you pay back, then those fruits are going to be interest. I lent you a thousand dollars. Okay, yeah. you give me a field as collateral. Uh-huh. If you're eating the fruits till you pay, no problem. Fine. If I'm eating the fruits till you pay, the fruits are interest. Okay, right. Good. Yehuda holds even if the lokeach eats fruits, it's fine because sad echad only sad echad is mutar because in case because it's only in case you. You pay, but if you don't pay, it's fine, right? If you if you didn't pay, then it's a then it's a sale, and then it's fine. Why should I eat the fruits? Therefore, it's okay. Amiruda, maaseh baitus benzunin. There's a story with a guy called baitus benzunin. Shasasadeu mechad. He did the same thing like we just told you now. They they did the same thing, and the and the buyer took the took ate the fruits, right? Amrulo, they told him back, Over there, you got the case wrong. I said, you got the, by this one you got the case wrong. It wasn't, I who ate the fruits, you ate the fruits, and that's why it was fine. Okay? My be now, what's the difference between the two? Sadakha Barbit, the difference between the two of them is Sadakha Barbit. One holds that one side of Barbit is okay. More so, Sadakha Barbit, one says, Asur. And therefore, our Mishnah could be Rabbi Yehuda, who holds its mutar, and therefore, the, the mayor could hold like Rabbi Yehuda, who holds its, one side of Rabbi is okay, and therefore, when you sell the shul, it's only one side of Rabbi, and therefore, it's fine. Rav Amar says, no. The Kul Amar, really, everyone holds, in our Mishnah, both the mayor and the Chachamim hold, Tzadachad Rebit Asur, that one side of Rabbi is Asur. So then why is it okay with the shul? Why can't you sell the shul? Maybe they'll give it back. Here the difference is, it's the beat to return. Yeah, but what's the interest? The interest means one-sided interest. It means the interest only if X happens, then it's interest. Otherwise, not. Right? So we wanted to claim that the Rameir is in our Mishnah who tells you that every shul has to be sold with a, with a condition to return. 
is because he holds like Rabbi Huda, who allows one-sided interest. So the case is, you sell a shul and you're You sell a shul and you have, every time you sell a shul, you must put a condition that the shul can buy back. Otherwise, it's Eb. But the problem is, Eb, nice, Eb, Eb, Shmeb. But you, we got big problems of, 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 of interest. So no, we're not a problem because we're going like Rabbi Huda. We may hold like Rabbi Huda, it's okay. Shul to shul. No, shul to shul, different. You're talking about individual, yeah. Okay. You with us? What about if it's a goy? It's okay? Yeah, that goy will be fine also. Because you're allowed to take interest in the goy. Um, yeah, okay. Now, Rebbe wants to keep, no. Everyone's really holding it's Asur. One side interest is really Asur. So why is it okay in the, in the shul case? Because here, it's, you have in mind where you're going to return the interest. Right? Which the case is, that, the case is that you're going to, you're going to give him back the money. Which means, that when, if the shul ever buys, ever takes it back, He's going to give back the rent for the whole time. And therefore, there's no problem. Right? The more Savar I'm not Mutar, And the Machloket is whether interest that you're going to return is Mutar. Why would he give back the rent? That's the deal. He lived in him, so there's no deal. You can take it back, but I don't pay my rent for two years. Well, otherwise, going to be interest. So you so now even that is a machloket because are you allowed to give interest that you're going to give back? Let's say I say, listen, pay me interest, I'll give it back to you later. Yes. Maybe it's not allowed. That's a machloket also. Okay. Okay. No, you can sell shul, no problem. You don't have to make conditions. A person is allowed to urinate within four amot of where he prayed. Amar Rabbi Yosef, my kamash, what are you coming to teach me? Tani, we have a, we have a mission like that. Read out, man, mochrin otol l'shim chatzed, l'kach mamash yitzed aseh, and you can do what you want. So the end, we don't, we can sell it without paying. Avila, but now, look, amri, ela, the bekeh, l'kvusha, avar ba amot, l'kvusha, lo, that's only when it's a shul. But if it's just a, 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 a four amot that you usually pray in, it doesn't, doesn't even have the kedusha of a shul. You for sure are allowed to go to the bathroom there. Okay. Tani tani kamei de'ab nachman. Hamet b'alei malachik ar ba'amot u'mashin. Person who's praying, all you have to do is walk four amot away and you can go urinate. Hamashin, if you're urinating, malachik ar ba'amot b'alei, you can go walk four amot away and pray. Amalei. So he told him back. So that's what the the the, the Tana, who's the guy, the brighter guy, said it in front of Rav Nachman. Amalei, so Rav Nachman told the guy, I understand if a guy's urinating, he has to walk four more away to pray. That's the Mishnah. This, the guy who's praying, has to walk four more away and, 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 and urinate. Why should he have to? If so, you holified every place in the Hadai, which means if you're telling me when I pray here and I finish praying, I can't just urinate here because you prayed here, it's Aib, then you have to move over for Amot. So every time you pray someplace, you holify it. So that means there's nowhere to pray in the whole Hadai. People pray it everywhere. So I can't urinate anywhere. Says Tani Switch it. 
Don't read it that it says that you have to move for Amot away. Rather, you wait for Amot. means you have to wait the time it takes to walk for Amot, and then you can urinate. It's ayib to just finish and, and, and urinate right away. But you don't have to move. Okay? I understand. The, now, now, if so, now we have a question the other way. Because we said, yeah, we said that when you when you urinate, you have to. It went both ways. When you pray, you have to wait. You have to walk for amot. And if you urinate, you have to walk for amot. Now we're switching both of them to not walking, but rather waiting. So now we have to answer. I understand that the guy who urinated has to wait for Amot, because we're afraid that maybe there'll be drips left and we don't want it to drip out while he's praying. Why should he have to wait for Amot? His, if you don't wait for if you don't wait for Amot, your lips are still moving in tefillah. And therefore, we're worried that you might say, say a tefillah while urine's coming out of you. That's the problem. Amar Rashi. We just said that. Okay, we'll stop over here. Zalpin Siman. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen. Exactly, 8 o'clock. You want to get it?